I always like to say that activity follows identity. And for nine years, I called myself a wannabe writer and I wrote like a wannabe. And then about seven years ago, I decided to stop doing that. That's Jeff Goins. And he stopped thinking about and calling himself a wannabe and started calling himself the word that he really wanted to be, a writer, so that he'd become one. And he did. But it was a struggle. And for us, too, it can be a struggle to own what we really want. Can you relate? Well, let's work on that together in this episode of the Hope Writer Podcast. Welcome to the Hope Writers Podcast, brought to you by Hope Writers, an online membership community for writers dedicated to helping you write your meaningful words without sacrificing your meaningful life. I'm Emily P. Freeman. I'm one of the co-founders of Hope Writers. Yes, you can write and publish and market your work without becoming a self-promotee cartoon version of yourself. We help you maintain balance, share your work with confidence, develop your craft, and get help with the ins and outs of book publishing. Inside our private Hope Writer Facebook group, members make great writerly friends who understand all those doubts and questions that you have. It's the next best thing to having your own writing mentor. And every Tuesday, members get a live informal conversation with an expert writer, editor, marketer, or agent, helping you make progress in your writing life. We call those interviews Tuesday Teaching, and while the entire interview is only for our members, each week we share a few minutes that were super helpful here on the Hope Writers Podcast. And that's coming up. Find out more at HopeWriters.com. It's easy to find information about writing and publishing. Just Google, right? But what information is best for you? Which things are most important? Why can't there be a path to follow? Well, there is a path. A step-by-step process to move from writing to publishing. And by the way, when we say publishing, we simply mean sharing your work. Could be an article, blog post, or book. So where are you on the writing path? Well, I'm Lucy, and I'm a Hope Writer, and I'm a Stage 4. You can find out your Stage 2. Hope Writers has created a short, fun quiz for you to discover where you are now. You'll even get a tip or two for moving forward. To take the quiz, just go to hopewriters.com quiz. Easy, right? That's hopewriters.com quiz. Hi, I'm Gary Moreland, one of the co-founders of Hope Writers. Writer Jeff Goins said that for a long time, he called himself a wannabe writer, and so he wrote like a wannabe. And then he realized he needed to own being a writer and call himself one and act like it. And it changed everything. Jeff says, whatever we think about, we become. Can you relate? Do you own being a writer? Do you struggle believing who you're supposed to be? How does that affect your writing? Well, inside the Hope Writer private Facebook group, we talked about how easy it is to say you're not a writer. For example, when you don't have many readers. And how when you don't call yourself a writer, it's easy to just not write. And how funny it is to be afraid to call yourself a writer, as if we're scared of ourselves and our full potential. Here's Hope Writer member Beth. I've been writing since I was a girl. Journals, essays, poetry, short stories, you name it. Blogging since 2005. Heck, I even have a BA and an MA in creative writing. 
But something I struggle with is calling myself a writer. You see, I have this idea that unless you're a published writer, like you've put your writing out there into the world where everybody else can read it, then you're not actually a writer. And the thing is, I don't actually believe that. I know in my logical brain that the fact that I put my words down on paper or on a screen means that I'm a writer. I just haven't given myself permission to believe that about me yet. So what I'm working on doing now is allowing myself permission to call myself a writer, giving myself the permission to stop making excuses for why I'm not actually a writer and believing it about myself the same way that I believe it about other people. Way to go, Beth. By the way, also in this episode, you'll have a chance to see that although a writer may be what you do, it shouldn't be who you really are inside. If that doesn't make sense, it will by the time we're done, okay? So here's Jeff Goins talking with Hope Writer co-founder Brian Dixon. Words mean things more than you may realize. Now, you know this because I said something and some of it resonated with some of you. And you've heard somebody say something, you know, you've heard a speaker or a preacher or a singer share something and you cried, right? I've done that. And we talk about resonance as if it's this like um, emotional thing, but like, it's actually something that's happening, you know, in the, in the ether. And so when you say that resonated with me, you know, have you ever seen those um, cartoons where the opera singer is singing and the glass is breaking? It's not because mm-hmm. she's singing it so loudly. It's because she's singing at at just the right frequency that it vibrates and, and breaks. So when you write, when you communicate, you're sending stuff out in the world and, and it's vibrating at a cer- certain frequency and it, and it connects with some people. And that's what we all want to do is move people. Um, so this begins with you talking about you, right? So as a man thinketh, so is he. We become what we think about. Wisdom throughout the centuries that continue to say that whatever we think about, we become. Whatever we say about ourselves becomes true. Uh, I always like to say that activity follows identity. And for nine years, I called myself a wannabe writer and I wrote like a wannabe. And then about seven years ago, I decided to stop doing that. In fact, I was standing in a circle of creative people, uh, part of a mastermind group that I joined. It's the first meeting and somebody asked me what my dream was. And I said, "I I don't think I have a dream. He had just met me. And he said, um, oh, I would have I thought your dream was to be a writer. And I was working for a nonprofit at the time. I was blogging sparingly. But sometimes what we want is more obvious to the people who love us than it is to us because we're so afraid. Remember what I said about fear and love? If you're afraid of this thing, you're not going to be able to love it. You're not going to be able to do your best work. And so I said, well, you know, I'd like to be a writer someday, but that'll never happen. And he said, Jeff, you don't have to want to be a writer. You are a writer. You just need to write. And it wasn't the words so much as it was the way he said it in the moment at the time. You're talking about Ben Arment. I went to a conference of his two months beforehand. He said, who here doesn't know what their dream is? And everybody raised their hands. And I raised my hand. I didn't know what my dream was. I, love it. Okay. I went to dream your weekend. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, you're lying. You do know what your dream is, but you're afraid. Now write down the first word that comes to your mind. And I wrote down writer. And I came home that night and I showed my wife a notebook. And I said, look, this is what I'm supposed to do. It says writer. 
And she goes, are you kidding me? She goes, I've been telling you that for five years and it took you $200 to go to some weekend conference for you to learn it. Uh, We are the slowest to learn the truest things about ourselves. So if you feel like this has been coming up a lot, you know, this is one more way that God is telling you to wake up to who you really are. Um, certain things won't happen in your life until you own who you are and you won't fully become who you're supposed to be until you begin to act as if it's already true. And so I don't think this is faking it till you make it, make it. I think it's more about believing it till you become it. You are a writer. I mean, there, there are no credentials. You don't have to get a degree in this. If you're writing, you're here, you're a hope writer. So if you're not calling yourself a writer, if you're not putting it that, that your email signature or on your business card, whatever you have to do to trick your brain into believing that you already are this thing that you hope to be, do that because your best work is on, is on the other side of that realization. Oh, that's so good. Preach. I love it. Yeah. April says, mic drop, boom. Everybody's like really resonating with that. Kim says, yes, so good. Um, I think the trick, didn't you put writer after your name somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so he told, he said, you are a writer. You just need to write the next day. I don't know what happened, but there was something in that conversation that clicked for me because all these things had happened, right? My wife said this, Ben said this. And then it was like the last thing, the straw that broke the camel's back. And so the next day I started writing on my blog and I didn't, I got up at 5am and I have never stopped. Um, and I, I, um, had this blog called Goins Writer. Dot com and then I got a Facebook page Jeff Goins comma writer and then I, I people would ask me what I did like at parties or mixers or something and I and I would give them a business card that said Jeff Goins writer and I had my email address and that was it and they're like well, what do you write and I was like hang on a second I'll be right back you know I was putting myself out there yes. when you do that it forces you to get more serious about the work and I don't like being a liar and so because I was calling myself a writer it was forcing me to write every day on my blog start getting published in magazines uh, eventually start growing an email list doing the things that you guys talk about here it forced my hand a little bit and I needed that you're a dad you've got some young kids what what are you learning in this stage of life as a writer with young kids the most profound lesson that I've learned in the past year, um, and I wrote a 3,500-word blog post about it if you want to go spend an hour reading it or whatever. It was called The Most Transformative Year of My Life Had Nothing to Do With Success. And personally, what I've learned truly at a soul level is that I am not any of this. I am not the books I write. I am not people's approval of me. And, and a lot of times people go, well, that, that's, that's great that's because you're a dad and a husband. I'm not that either. Like those are also roles. And I take them very seriously. They're very important roles, but I am something else. C.S. Lewis says, you don't have a soul, you are a soul. And so I personally achieved more than I ever thought I could achieve in terms of success, money, fame, et cetera. Relatively speaking, it wasn't a lot compared to what other people have done, but it was more than I ever thought I would do. I made more money than I ever thought I would make. People would recognize me on the street. Now, I paid them to do that, but it was still significant. I'm just kidding. But like, it was more than I ever thought. And I was sort of underwhelmed by it all. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is that? And what I have learned is I'm not any of that. And if I identify with the accomplishment, with the success, et cetera, I'm anxious about losing it. 
very anxious about losing my status, even as like a moderately successful semi-famous person on the internet. You know, it's absurd. Yeah. Um, weird world. Let go of that. When you realize you're not doing that. I used to act in plays. I would put on a costume and go out on the stage. I never thought I was the costume. But you give somebody success, you give them fame, you give them status. Man, we are addicted to that as human beings. And so I go, I am this costume. I am this thing. If you try to take this off of me, I'm going to lose who I am. Most liberating thing I've experienced is I am not any of this that I do. Now, what's fun about that, and this is sort of the professional lesson, is because I don't identify with it, you know, when I'm healthy, I'm free to do any of it. I can write a book for somebody that makes them famous and successful and get paid what I feel like I'm deserved to get paid for it and not be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm free to succeed because I don't need the success. I'm not trying to hold on to it. I'm free to fail because I'm not worried about that anymore. Uh, and I'm free to do work that I love in any context because I'm not trying to control it. You cannot, this is one of the things I learned is you cannot, con- you cannot love something you're trying to control because control is about fear and fear and love don't go together. And you all know this, that perfect love casts out fear. Wherever there is fear, there cannot be love. I've learned this in parenting. I've learned this in marriage. I've learned this with this career as a writer. What is this going to look like? What is this going to be? What is my work? When I try to control it, when I try to make things happen a certain way, I'm not talking about goals. I'm talking about scripting every piece of the journey. A, it doesn't work. B, it makes me miserable. And there's no love. And I can't love the work. I can't love something that I'm trying to get something out of. Give me, make me feel good. Make me happy. It never works. So I'm learning that. And I think as part of that, because I'm free to try new things, I'm always a beginner at something. So I'm, so I'm getting back into speaking now, calling people and like, who are you and why should we care? I'm like, guys, have you seen my Alexa ranking? And they don't care. I don't, I don't think Alexa's the thing anymore, it's um, <laughs> which, which shows you how out of it I am. Yeah. But like, I think that's also really healthy, starting over, starting anew. I've got to prove myself again, but I'm doing it this really fun way where I go, oh, cool. I get to put on this coat today but I'm not this thing. Like I get to put on the interviewee coat today and sit in my very fancy recording studio, but I'm not afraid if somebody disapproves of me. I'm not, you know, worried about that person who said I needed to use headphones. I don't have any, sorry. Uh, (laughs) There's a relationship that I like. I want to make sure I honor Brian and Emily and and the people that I care about. But I, I used to get caught up in that stuff i was upset well he said this this way and maybe he thought such and such i was addicted to people's approval and attention and i'm so grateful to be free of that yeah it can mess up your writing and your writing life are you writing to give and to help people and express what's inside you or are you writing because maybe then you'll be somebody someone who matters well you already matter you already are somebody. Thank you, Jeff Goins, author of The Art of Work, Real Artists Don't Starve, You Are a Writer, and other books. You can connect with Jeff at goinswriter.com. And you can catch the full hour-long version of this Tuesday Teacher interview when you become a member of Hope Writers. Every week, there's a new one-hour live Tuesday Teacher interview, and they all end up archived for members inside the Hope Writer Library. To join, visit hopewriters.com. And for writing tips and encouragement every day, we'd love to connect with you on our public Facebook page at Hope Writers Community and on Instagram at Hope Writers. 
I'm Hope Writer member Becca, and here are some final words of hope from writer Jeff Coins. Certain things won't happen in your life until you own who you are. You are a writer. There are no credentials. You don't have to get a degree in this. If you're writing, you're a writer. Thanks for listening. <laughs>